Hello, welcome to our fifth episode of the Nordic Goods, uh, second for this year. So, last in our last episode, we talked about new beginnings and what that means, and my experience in the new beginnings and and self improvement from. From the, from in the beginning, um, yeah. So, what I would like to talk about today is niches and outside box thinking. Now, it's a new year, we're, we're all refreshed from holidays and Christmas New Year. Sometimes Christmas and New Year can be very stressful. You've got your family, you've got family around, you've got um, different people's opinions and they're all sort of clashing now. Being, I'm unique, we're all unique in our own ways, but you need to find your niche. What is, what are you? Do I need to copy that person that, um, that puts peer pressure on me to do something just to be cool or can I just be myself that's something worth thinking about We can't always keep up with the Joneses. For example, say my mate has a micro has this microphone. Says, oh, you better buy this microphone. You better buy it. It's really good. You you gotta have it. Well. At one time, I would have gone out and bought this microphone because someone told me it was good. But do I really want to copy what everyone else is doing? No. So do what you feel is right. Look at your gut and when you think it's when something like that happens, just check your gut and just go, wait, is that really something I need? And another thing I used to struggle with is 
be able to back myself in my own decisions. I still am a bit indecisive. But what you can do is just ask yourself, is this really what I want? Or is this really what I need? Got some premium content coming up that'll be talking about the out of box thinking and um, and different aspects of my adventures I had when I was on holidays in on the majestic princess. My thought was, yeah, we'll go all out. We haven't been on a holiday for, well, I wouldn't say on a holiday. We haven't been on a cruise for since, since 2019. So I thought we'd go all out, have a party. It was my 10 year anniversary, my wife and I. I thought we'd just have a party, just enjoy it. Um, we certainly did. We we spent a bit on that cruise, but it was all stuff that I thought would be beneficial to to us as an entity. So I almost bought photos. That's something you be careful of on these cruises. They do try and pressure sales you now. Here's a trick in niches, like obligation-free photos. This is an example. So you can go up there, you can get you can get your photos taken. Spend like half an hour, they'll, they'll take really professional photos of you. You do all these different poses. It's like the guy's dedicated to taking a photo. Um, Come back the next day, they have got this professionally shown video of all your photos with lame music playing in the background. Oh, this is lame. Um, this is a bit too manufactured, these photos. But I had the I want, I want, I want mentality going on at that stage. This could be helpful to anyone, but especially to people with ADHD and autism. The I want, I want, I want is not always the best thing to go by. I'll tell you why. So I said, I said to the guy, I asked him for the pricing. Long story short, he gave me the pricing of everything. Very, very expensive. I'm not actually going to give you the details on that because it's up to the, it's um, pretty much on the vendor of those, of that photography product. And yeah, I don't want to give anyone bad reps or anything. So I won't 
go into any more details. But I said to them, look, can you do anything? Can you give us a good price on it? All I want is one photo for my business and one couple photo. He couldn't do anything. I said, okay, I'll give you 24 hours. We'll come back tomorrow and we'll see what we can do. We'll think about it. So I argued with, with my wife about it a bit. Um, but in the end, we had lunch. We went to the pool area. And there was a lot of glare around up there. And we went in the pool. I was looking after my partner's uh, sunglasses. I wore them for a little bit. I'm like, oh, this is, I can actually see up here with these glasses. And it's much more comfortable in my eyes. So I thought, do I really need those photos? Do I really want to spend $450 on photos? Let's just say it was that much. Or do I want to spend that money on something half useful that I could use for many years, like a pair of sunglasses to relieve my eyes out in the sun? I was in the pool, swimming around for a bit, and I thought, no, I don't want the photos. So I went down and bought some glasses instead. I don't actually have them with me, it might have been in the car, but I did show them on my lives. If you look at probably halfway through, or maybe the last couple of lives, um, actually it would have been one of the last lives, because it was on the, the final sea days, you'll see the glasses. Um, but yeah, I ended up buying those. Because it was more of a wantish need, which is the halfway between a want and a need. And I'll delve into this a little bit more. later on because I've just worked that out there's in this world you're forever being sold stuff advertising everywhere like I can look around look around the room here let's find something even just Subtly, even just this battery here's got advertising on it, you know? We've forever been bombarded with advertising to buy someone's product. Now, there comes a time where you've got to sort of go, hey, is this a want or a need or a wantish need, which is in the middle? A need is stuff like electricity, roof over your head, food on the table. Sorry, that's a need, yep. So, and a want is luxuries. Like this picture behind me. 
and a wantish need is something that is useful. That you could consider a need, but it's more of a luxury need. Um, an example of that would be this is part of my CPAP machine. That's the dehumidifier of my CPAP machine. That's a wantish need. They're expensive. Um, but they make a, make a difference to my life. Just no need to the consumerism just gone crazy. Now I know I am trying to sell some premium products as well, but even that it's more of a want than a need. Because it's a premium it might even be considered in the middle, wantish need. So you need to learn what I'm teaching, but there's also my free content as well, which I am starting out on first. Um, yeah, so just something we wanted to delve on here. Now Another aspect to dealing with different situations as a person with ADHD and um, High function level one ASD, which is someone that can actually be out in the world, be productive, but you've got that unique think thinking of someone with um, Asperger's or what do you speak as Asperger's or autism and. Finding out the answers to why I am so different was probably groundbreaking for me. It explained why I am the way I am. You are my invisible audience. And my many, my this is my 40th year on this earth, and I would say the last 35 years was preparing myself to myself out there to the world and share my story and 
make a legacy for myself and help others that may be going through the traps and the pitfalls of ADHD especially but also having a coma also helping people with adult autism high functioning um, I have read books about unmasking autism for me I don't exactly agree with the unmasking thing I don't feel I need to change what I am as such because I am who I am I don't need changing ADHD, autism, they're concepts. They're, I would even go as far as saying, because I've got sleep apnea as well, that's a concept. And you treat that with the machine I showed you before. Just like you treat ADHD with medication, it fills in the do dopamine that's missing in the brain. And some people with autism may be on anxiety tablets. That fills chemi chemical balances in the brain that make you less stressed. I was a skeptic. I, I have been a skeptic of those sort of medications in the past. But when I hit rock bottom, I did have to go on those medications at one stage because um, there was a there were some issues with my with my medical people for ADHD and some complications happened with the medication and that was it for me like just went into a real depressive state like but one thing I am grateful for is the power of our bodies and the power of awareness which I spoke about in our first episode that power of awareness was what helped me through the four weeks period, the four week period where I was at rock bottom. Yes, I still had anxiety. I was still, I was still broken, but I didn't turn to cigarettes. I didn't turn to alcohol. I will admit I did gamble a little bit, but it wasn't very heavy gambling. Um, I just had a little flutter, um, but even though I was broken, I was able to get back on the horse and continue to work in my day job, which is information technology.
and I actually accelerated my businesses. So that's where some of my ideas came. Actually, well, some of the ideas of this podcast came about from a pro, a part, it came from the Addiction to Freedom program, um, which was run, which is run by Michael Gregory at TrueQuit. Shout out to him. We're now into the fourth month of it. We had an extra month because of the uh, Christmas break. So we've just started our January. We just started back on January now. And the videos are going quite well and really getting a lot out of them. Highly recommended to have a look at it at truequit.com. Back to what I was saying. I always thought that it won't be too bad if I get off the ADHD medication. I don't. I'll eventually grow out of the ADHD. I won't need to take the medication anymore. But uh, when I hit rock bottom. I was making silly mistakes, different places in my life, and search for another doctor. It's happening. I was just pretty much half functional. So, I'm saying this to you, or these medications for ADHD are life-changing, and the accessibility of them, and continuation of them is important you get one one doctor that just gives up on you you very quickly spiral which is now my worry being on this um, medical program yeah I, it, it sits in the back of my head that what happens when say my doctor retires and I need to go to another doctor what if I don't get referred to someone else? What if I can't find another person to treat me? We need to improve the medical system because people think that ADHD is just a childhood disease, or, oh, sorry, a childhood condition 
that people grow out of in their adult life. That is not the case. Mm -mm. I actually got pretty confident because I was seeing the same doctor for about 10 years and I was getting really confident that if I had to go off these tablets that I would be 100% okay and that my ADHD was cured. That sort of thinking is also wrong too. <laughs> I wish there was a cure for it to some extent but There's also some positives to it as well, like the creative thinking that brought me here to develop this podcast and to develop my business. That came from being ADHD and on the spectrum to some extent. It's what is leading me down the road into business as an entrepreneur. It's also what led me into being an IT professional as well. You love what you do as a person with ADHD. You get that hyper-focus and you can sit there and just get things done. And have that out-of-box thinking, like, I thought when I was working on something at work, I thought, they don't like us doing overtime. Okay, here's the trick. I've only got a certain number of hours in the day, but I also want to learn new stuff. So what I'll do is, as a learning activity for this and for the work I need to do, I'll actually try to develop this this application for them in my own time, so I'm learning as well. And I got the, the work done. I didn't get in trouble for charging for it. But I showed my value to them. And that's another thing we could talk about is value. What value do you bring, could you bring to your clients? What is value? I think for me, Value is making a, a product that is valuable to the client. 
So finding the real problem the client wants fixed, that's value. If you can deliver on that, deliver that value some, solving that problem. Like say, we'll go back to basics here. Let's say my client comes to me and says, hey, this battery no longer works, I can't use my power drill. Can you solve this problem for me? What is the value they want at the end? The real problem is they want to use their power drill to fix the door, but they can't because there's no battery power. How do you solve the problem? There's a number of ways you could do it. You could sell them a new drill. You could fix the battery by opening it up and replacing the parts inside the battery. It could even be the charger that might not be working properly. You could replace the charger. Keep it simple. I would say the first thing you do is try this on a different PowerPoint first. Most logical thing, replace the power charger first. Try and roll a battery on the charger, see if it still does the same thing. But if you get the, give them the best value to the client, get that drill working so they can fix their door or whatever, you're laughing. That's what they want. That's the real problem. Yeah, so we're at 30 minutes now, so I think we've covered a fair bit today That's, um, in this episode. But yeah, I think what I would like to talk about in the next, in the next episode Moving on from here, could be value, what is it, why do I want value, um, and How do you value yourself? Like, if you can't value yourself, how can you give other people value? But as I always do, we will start the episode and then we'll see where it leads us to, as always. So what initially starts as a conversation of value it might actually end up being a conversation about something else because I like to ramble, as you can see. Um, yeah just one more thing we might actually just extend out a little bit longer the confidence thing now you may have seen in my first couple of episodes I wasn't as confident as I am now 
but you need to grow that confidence and not be fearful of the repercussions and I feel that is important. Um, we have grown this thing slowly over a couple of months. The United Goods podcast, and it's just evolving. I actually have minimal editing done on these videos. I've designed the video so there's minimal effort to actually post-produce and it took me time to get the confidence so practice makes makes perfect just practice 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 get that hyper focus if, you, if it's something you want to do find out what you really want to do and then Practice for a bit and then take it into the world. That's my tip for the day. All right. This has been quite a good episode. Um, hope you have enjoyed it. As much as I have enjoyed making it, uh, I'm hoping in the next couple of episodes we should have another guest speaker. I'm just still searching for that person. Uh, if you would like to be a guest on my show, if you've got something of interest that you'd like to share, please um, email chris at anodic.com.au. That is chris at A-N-O dic.com.au or ping me on Facebook um, look up for look up Anodic Goods such Anodic Goods I also once again ask you to subscribe to this podcast we are on all major podcasting channels as well as video and audio via YouTube uh, please like and subscribe us. We will be making some more great content um, as part of our season one of this podcast. Um, if you also also email me if you would like to be a sponsor or or um, like to advertise or even if you have a question, just email me and I will see what I can do about answering your questions. Right, let's um, end this for today. Thank you so much for watching my videos. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed our first five episodes. Um, part four, uh, sorry, episode four being two parts. But yeah, we will see you in our next episode coming soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye for now.